The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Oh, would you like me to record on my end since I'm just talking on an iPad or anything? Or does it sound okay? Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the episode in the series. I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out. Three interviews a week and doing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones at Spotify, Apple Podcast, at NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Some of my recent guests have included uh, The Breeders, Baroness, uh, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, actor Michael C. Hall with his band Princess Goes. We talked to Leve, Andy Taylor, formerly of Duran Duran, Rap Boys, Westlife, Tommy Stinson of The Replacements, and the, uh, the, uh, the people behind The Morning Show on Apple TV+, and the new Expendables 4. That's just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith With podcast. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest is Kristen Hirsch. Going to be talking with the uh, Throwing Muses leader about her brand new solo album called Clear Pond Road. She'll tell us about trashing a complete other album she was working on prior to this new set, uh, how the title comes from a sign she found in a junk shop and how it gave her some direction, as well as the uh, generally strong sense of place the uh, LP focuses on, especially uh, New Orleans and Southern California. Uh, Kristen's also going to discuss how she writes songs to discover something for herself, uh, we'll hear about her uh, love of classic Nick at Night, like uh, Bewitched, which she actually names a song after, and, uh, and Leave it to Beaver. Uh, how she once played an Australian show under a big tree that she thought was supposed to be a club, and how the guitar she picks up dictates whether the song will end up a solo cut or with Throwing Muses or 50-Foot Wave. All that and more as we discuss Clear Pond Road. It's Kyle Meredith with Kristen Hirsch. Hey. For the amount of music that you put out there would be the odds that some of it, you know, would come and go. And yet, I love everything you do. You are so nice. What a nice boy you are. <laughs> you are so nice to me. <laughs> Seriously, this one right here, uh, I don't know, like, like there's a mood 
definitely uh, all over this record. And and I don't know if like because I don't want to say it's everything sounds the same, but but it, but it is very cohesive from song to song in, in the styles. Do you find on a record like this that's that you that you find a mood or whatever and you go, OK, this is going to be the record or is it something that just kind of falls in place, I guess, specifically with this album? I always know exactly what overdubs I want to play, where I want to put the instruments in the room, what mics I want to use on them, what reverbs I do and do not want to use. And I'm always completely wrong. Like, have you ever heard a record before wrong? Which is, that's how I know I'm right. <laughs> if I know I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm ready to listen. And I actually made a whole record and trashed it before this. And I don't think there was anything wrong with it. It just wasn't this one. And the sonic vocabulary fell together in a, I'm going to say a kind of unsettling way because I had just come off of making a solo record that was trying to mimic the live experience so it was very um, swimmy mushy I would move bass sounds around I would mess with people's heartbeats essentially <laughs> which is a really mean thing to do but I wanted this huge messy sonic boom and this was the opposite it could have it's not groovy. There aren't the grooves that I'm usually playing with. Nothing can be behind what would be a kick beat if it was there. It has to all be on top. So it's almost like Spanish guitar or um, Celtic music, just bang, 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 and glittery. And uh, I just, that was the last thing in the world I expected to be doing, <laughs> which again, as long as I'm wrong, I'm right. That's right. <laughs> It's always so surprising to me. And of course, I'm not the one doing it. But when I hear about any artist who says, I scrapped an album, it's like for, you know, for the time you must put on that and to be able to walk away from it. Like <laughs> that, that takes something, guts. Thank you. Thank you. Or stupidity. I shouldn't have made it in the first place. <laughs> you know, it was fine. It just wasn't this. And the the title, Clear Pond Road, comes from a street sign my little boy and I found in a junk shop that spoke to us. We were the last two people in a family of six and it just seemed like what we should be aiming for, not to get all groovy hippie mom on you, but we both thought, no, that's it. That's where we're going. And we had felt the ripples on the pond sort of shaking us at a spine level. And we thought if we bought that and we put it up everywhere we went, <laughs> which we did, we would eventually, you know, attain enlightenment. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? Just... <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it did work this time. It was cool. We, we settled down and, and we focused and life is still bumpy. But uh, a lot of the stories we lived are on this record. And I don't think I would, could have released it until we got to that higher place that's where the glitter comes from that's where the, sh the true shine comes from and not not the erratic heartbeat and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies and around here everyone i know 
deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Kristen Hirsch. Finding that sign, and, and for whatever that might represent, but the sense of place then that we also hear throughout the record beyond that, I mean... You have Clearpond Road as a road sign, but you also have Constant Street as a place that you once lived, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Like, why? Why does that area, or or that spot, still hold enough of a spark to inspire a tale? Because I assume you've lived many places, but there's something about this place that you know builds a song. It is a very placed record, and. Um, I would say New Orleans and then Southern California. That's where we were splitting our time. He's a pro surfer, uh, but he was also a little boy. And Constant Street in New Orleans was a place where we were sort of brokenhearted together and we would just ride our bikes. And um, once we were riding our bikes home and, he, you know, New Orleans is kind of a rough place. It's often the murder capital of the country. And yet it's got this, this deep, um, this deep river of forgiveness, this like redemption through sin is their, their mythology and, and they apply it. You know, you are everybody's niece and it's not straighten up and fly right. It's like whatever gets you through the night. And I, I thought, well, this little boy, I want him to be clean and pure. And yet, you know, here we are. <laughs> and he stopped his bike and he said, mom, all scars are beautiful because you lived. 
Who is speaking through you right now? <laughs> Could you please be a little kid again? <laughs> um, it starts there, at that moment when his little, you know, spike tire squeaked on the cobblestones, and it ends in Southern California, where he still is, where he grew up. And this is not, you know, this is like the span of maybe five years. And um, it sort of, it, there was a little uh, time spent in the the junky days in which is on, you know, toward the end of the record. <laughs> but when all is said and done and the dust settles, I think we had clear ponds. <laughs> oh, I love hearing that. But I love hearing I love hearing about the journey too. And, and of course, the things I take from it, the things that aren't even on the record. Like, you know, I think about these places, which of course makes me think about my own places, my my own constant streets out there. And, 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 and there's that thought, and I don't know where I'm going with this one, by the way, since we're getting a little heady, um, but there's that thought of of that we become the ghosts of these places, even if we're still alive. Like you know, it's like whoever whoever moves into our houses afterwards in places like that. And yeah. and I really like that about this album that it sort of gives me uh, that feeling. You know, I trust you on that. I the one thing I can't be is a listener, and that's that's a real sadness for me because I produce these things too, and I would love to know their impact. So that I don't ever get in the way, and I assume the point is not really for all of us. The universal idiosyncratic, the idiosyncratic universal, not snowflake, but fingerprint. So if you leave your fingerprints on all of your constant streets and all your records and everything that you do, you're going to come away having offered something. You know, even if it's a big mess, your fingerprint was made that way. Probably for a reason. See how enlightened I am now? You got to get a sign and put it up in your kitchen. <laughs> I do. I, I need to find my own. <laughs> got to say his own thing, right? <laughs> and 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 so, all right. So beyond the place, and this all uh, still falls in it. I, I was remembering something. I think it was maybe in the press release or something. But um, you were talking like you don't even need to write a metaphor because most of the time it's it, it happens right there. But on, on a song like Dandelion, and there's the line, which I absolutely love the way you sing it after midnight, but we don't have to go for, uh, for but we don't have far to go. Are, is that literal or does midnight itself represent something in here? Oh, you are so great. It's both. That's why I say you don't need metaphors. It's always when you're in the van and it's truly midnight and you think midnight's real. How many midnights have we all had? And that's where it matters. And it's going to end soon. And you realize, oh, that's just micro. The macro is, is midnight. <laughs> I don't have far to go. <laughs> and that's why songs are so much smarter than we are. I mean, a time like that, you, you, there's there's certain times that you can use this lyrics that's obviously going to put us in a frame of mind. You know, especially when I when I pair it up with other moments like Bewitched. Like you referenced Bewitched, Bewitched reruns. And although Bewitched itself is kind of a kooky, you know, great classic show, there is that, and the Midnight's Together, like that's where it all comes. That's where a little bit yeah. of that glitter that you're talking about, I think. Exactly. And we, we live it and we don't mark it. But a song will take these things that glow and surprise you with its combination. I, I, I would never write a song about something I already knew, if that makes any sense. I need to learn what the song has to say. I mean, any, anything that I told you, you would already know. I'm not smarter than you. 
but a song could be smarter than both of us as its overlay is applied through time. Mm -hmm. I learned lessons from songs much, much later and the Bewitch reruns was literally true. And yet the memories that were so glowing were my Bewitched reruns that I was living through. I didn't even know that the song had to tell me. That's beautiful. Also, it's in my world. This song, and and then I was I was watching the Being Mary Tyler Moore documentary, and I was like, what a what a spot that this is. I've just landed in somewhere in here, somewhere deep in the past. You know, it's for me. It was back on Nick at Night. That's when I watched all of those shows. Nick at Night. I loved Nick at Night in L.A. I was such an insomniac. Tori Muse was making the real Ramona, and uh, we were living at the Pixies in this apartment building. It was just a, a stupid time of life. And um, I lived on Champagne and Nick at Night. What a beautiful thing. I, the Donna Reed show. Nobody even knows what that is. It was so good. <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like I, I was thinking about that that sort of thing. It's like, you know, I was a, I, I was a child of the 80s and a teen of the 90s. And so I was, you know, I came up. Those shows had been long gone. 15, 20 years or more, but right. yet they were still speaking to me, yet I still found them entertaining, as entertaining exactly. as anything that was on TV. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know those, those games we played when we were kids? They were like, they were essentially, you know, like, don't break the ice, don't spill the beans, operation, everything's like, don't screw this up. <laughs> and I thought we were particularly targeted. It's like, you know, the boomers had their big day <laughs> and we were just the losers. It's like, this isn't fair. And then I saw Nick at night and realized, nah, there's something timeless there. And it's like, they, they got this crap too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver's a brilliant show. It was like all of those. I still, I've got it. My son is, uh, is, he's 15. And every now and then, you know, cause there are those, uh, those antenna channels that'll show the old stuff still. And you can flip over there and he'll, I see him getting pulled into it the same way. I was like, there's something about it. They're universally idiosyncratic. If they capture that, Rather than trying to shave off what's special about you and make it what they call lowest common denominator, they do it because they believe there are humans out there who are lowest common denominator. Let's think about that for a minute, the insult that that is. This is why I escaped the industry. I didn't want to be, I didn't want my idiosyncrasy shaved off. I didn't want likes. I wanted love. I, I want one guy to buy my record and listen a million times. I want a million people to listen once. Duh. <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Kristen Hirsch. And for what you do juggle, you know, I talk about the amounts that, that you know, that we're gifted from you, uh, whether it's your solo music or throwing muses or 50 foot wave. Do you find when you're producing music for multiple projects that each song is still sort of created equally with like, is your relationship still the same? Do you forget some of them? You're like, I don't remember that. Like, how does that, how does that work? The, the, the moment I reach for the guitar to, to give the song a sound body instead of an energetic reality. I see I'm getting hippie again, but this is just for a second. <laughs> That's when I decide which entity uh, the song is for. So I write drawing music songs on my telly or my Strat, 50-foot wave on my SG, or um, I usually just my SGs, and then solo on my Collins. And my drummers tell me this is a stupid system, but I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> And I stand by it because everything you do from that point on is to recreate the moment of inspiration, which is just something else breathing, right? So you breathe with it and you bring bring it into this material plane and you say, oh, I'm going to reduce it to this function. It's this silly little thing now. I'm going to call it a song. And you guys are going to make it better again. And then we make it better for y'all. And we got to go bring that all over the world and try to make it better again. But every single time is a kind of like, don't break the ice. <laughs> don't don't wake daddy. <laughs> it must breathe. You know, the guy can't die on the table for an operation. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, you're taking it out on the road. And and have you checked off all your boxes? Like, like when you think about a tour now, because, and I'm bringing this back around to the, how we're talking about sort of sense of place and how that works this way. Like, you know, you do, you get to, you get to tour, you get to see these places. Have you, have you seen the places that you want to see? Oh, I haven't seen Vietnam yet. I always wanted to go to Vietnam. And some guy said he could get me a tour of Vietnam. It's like, well, they don't want me there. <laughs> so you, you play guitar, you just go anywhere you want to play guitar and we'll call that a tour. And um, then he moved into a tree and I never, never got there. He's Australian, you know, I, apparently they do that sometimes. I was in Australia playing a, a club called The Big Tree. And they said, um, we're going to move the show because it's raining. And I was like, it's not a thing. <laughs> and what was it? it? like open air, you know, the skylights or something. And um, they're like, I said, it doesn't matter. I don't care if it rains. I'll still play there. And they said, all right. And, and they drove me up to a big tree. <laughs> the club was a big tree. And you play in front of the tree. And, you know, it was raining and I was, you know, that was my bad. But so I played in the rain. <laughs> so, yes, it is an absolute honor to travel around the world. And I am a shy homebody. And now I'm really old. But um, you never stop uh, waking up. Every time you're in a new place, there's just nothing you can count on. Even light switches are weird all over the place. It's just like this attitude of, all right, surprise me, Earth. And then it does. And sometimes you play <laughs> under a big tree. <laughs> With no oh, light switches. I'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of growing up. I grew up in, you know, rural Kentucky. And that was the directions, usually. It's turned the big tree. You know, it's like, there's uh, no road sign. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. 
Luckily, we have GPS now. It's just took all of that out. So, I I don't I have no nostalgia for those old directions. That's uh, um, I love this record so much. Uh, if you didn't catch that anyway, uh, it's I love what you do every time, and I'm so happy that you continue to Thank do it. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. My thanks to Kristen Hirsch. The new album is called Clear Pond Road. Thanks to you for checking out the uh, the episode. Again, I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, to keep you up to date on your favorite artists, to discover some new ones at Spotify and Apple Podcasts, at nprwfpk.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. And then after that, head over to wfpk.org. That's where I do a show, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's four hours of classic tracks from the uh, 70s, 80s, 90s. we got the best in newer music. There is anniversary spins, music news, bonus interviews. Uh, one of my recent shows had the music of David Bowie, Foo Fighters, Wilco, Talking Heads, XDC, R.E.M., Paul Simon, Bob Dylan, Ani DeFranco, Emily Kinney, Billie Holiday, Poe, Lisa Loeb, Betty Davis, Roger Waters, Prince, The Smiths, Nine Inch Nails, Olivia Dean and Leon Bridges, Supreme Beings of Leisure, Madison Beer, Olivia Rodrigo, Elbow, Spoon, Boy Genius, Cowboy Junkies, Hyam, Soccer Mommy, and my interview with Lena Waithe about uh, producing the new documentary, Being Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, just an example of what you get every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social medias. Uh, any of them, the address is always at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I make a lot of records. <laughs> it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.